Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Titus chapter 1. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we pray that we would understand as we read. We ask that you would give us good leaders. Give us pure hearts that we can understand and live pure lives. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Titus 1. Paul, a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ, for the faith of the chosen of God and the knowledge of the truth that is according to godliness, in the hope of eternal life, which God, who does not lie, promised before eternal ages, but at the proper time has disclosed his message in the proclamation with which I was entrusted according to the command of God our Savior. To Titus, my true child according to common faith, grace and peace from God the Father and Christ Jesus our Savior. On account of this I left you behind in Crete, in order that what remains may be set in order, and you may appoint elders in every town, as I ordered you. If anyone is blameless, the husband of one wife, having faithful children, not accused of dissipation or rebellious, for it is necessary for the overseer to be blameless as God's steward, not self-willed, not quick-tempered, not addicted to wine, not violent, not greedy for dishonest gain, but hospitable, loving what is good, prudent, just, devout, self-controlled, holding fast to the faithful message according to the teaching, in order that he may be able both to exhort with sound instruction and to reprove those who speak against it. For there are many rebellious people, idle talkers and deceivers, especially those of the circumcision, whom it is necessary to silence, whoever are ruining whole families by teaching things which must not be taught for the sake of dishonest gain. A certain one of them, one of their own prophets, has said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This testimony is true. For which reason reprove them severely, in order that they may be sound in the faith, not paying attention to Jewish myths and commandments of people who turn away from the truth. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure, but both their mind and conscience are defiled. They profess to know God, but by their deeds they deny him, because they are detestable and disobedient and unfit for every good deed. Well, that's our reading. Let's dig in. Titus was one of the men who worked with Paul in preaching. Titus is never mentioned in the book of Acts, but he is mentioned in several of Paul's letters. We learn from Galatians that Titus was not a Jew. This book is very similar to 1 Timothy, so it was probably written around the same time. Paul says he left Titus in Crete in verse 5, but the book of Acts never tells of Paul making a trip to Crete, so many people believe that this happened after the end of the book of Acts. Paul starts out with a little longer from line than usual. He calls himself a slave of God and an apostle of Jesus Christ. He also mentions faith, knowledge, godliness, and hope. On the two line, he calls Titus his child, 
according to a common faith. This is very similar to what he called Timothy. Paul tells Titus that he left him in Crete to set things in order, and specifically to appoint elders in every town. Then he goes into a list of qualities that an elder should have. As usual, he speaks in the plural of elders, meaning that there should be more than one elder in each church. He switches to the term overseer, so elder and overseer mean the same thing. This list of qualities is very similar to the one in 1 Timothy. In both lists, he says the man should not be someone who has a bad reputation, he should be doing a good job leading his family, and Paul lists several specific bad qualities that he should not have and several good qualities that he should have. One thing that is missing from this list that was in the list in 1 Timothy is that he should not be a novice, that he should have been a follower of God for some time. Perhaps there were so few Jews in the area and the churches were so young that you couldn't really find enough elders if they had to have a long history of following God. Paul ends the list with an emphasis on not only teaching, but reproving as well. Paul knew that there was a need for some reproving of false teaching. Reproof is to give a strong warning to go a different direction. So Paul tells Titus some specifics of what needs reproof. Paul says that there are idle talkers and deceivers, in other words, false teachers, and Paul says they are especially common among Jews. Paul says they need to be silenced because they are teaching for the money. Then Paul quotes from a poet who said, Cretans are always liars, evil beasts, lazy gluttons. This is credited to Epimenides. It is funny that Paul uses a Greek poet to criticize the teaching of the Jews in the area. But apparently this was a common sin in that area, to try to live off of what they said with little care for the truth. Paul mentions Jewish myths and commandments of people. He says these false teachers profess to know God, but their deeds show that they do not know God. And now for a deeper dive. Verse 15 is interesting. To the pure, all things are pure. But to those who are defiled and unbelieving, nothing is pure. But both their mind and conscience are defiled. So does that mean that a pure person can just walk into a bad situation and it won't harm them? That they can be in a gang and it is pure to them because they are pure? I don't think that Paul is saying that every action is pure. He specifically mentions mind and conscience. I'm sure that we all have known people who can turn anything into a thought about sex, or people who can turn anything into a thought about money. Probably Paul is thinking about these commandments of people here. One of these commandments or ideas that people had was about eating meat. And when Paul talked about that, he said if we were eating with thankfulness, then we were pleasing God. I don't think that Paul would say that every movie you could watch is pure. But I cannot make the rules for you. We can have the idea that if I just follow a set of rules, then I'm okay. But the truth is, we need a pure mind and conscience, and then that will direct us to live in a pure way without the need for a bunch of rules. Our conscience does need training to guide us properly, and that is where teachers can be especially helpful. And God has provided for that with elders in the church. They can help young Christians learn and train themselves to think in a pure way. May we all be pure in heart. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible, copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. 
Lexum is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.